This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh, yeah. Poison. Yeah, yeah. That's what's going on in Houston. It's just poison right now. Poison. I cannot believe. How, Laura, how old did you say he is? Is this Bev? Is this yeah, Bev or DeVoe? Which, which one's 53? Bell, oh, Bev, or DeVoe? DeVoe. I don't know Ronnie's. Who's Ronnie? DeVoe. Give me the last name, girl. Last name. I just said it. She just said DeVoe. 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 I did. 53. 53? Yeah. yeah. It's you also RuPaul's birthday today. 70. Or 60, excuse me. I don't want oh, to age you, you RuPaul. Get, you get cut by RuPaul, you try to say 70. I know, I know. My bad. Yeah. Wow. 53. You know, this This confirms it. We're middle age. I was going to say y'all old, but yeah. No, no, yeah. no, we're not old. We're middle aged. <laughs> well, you know what? If you want to call us old, Laura, that's fine because it is also National Unfriend Day. So. Oh, wow. Bam. Doesn't take well. much to push that button. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> so, just an easy, easy way out today. A National Unfriend Day. It's just that simple. It is also National Hiking Day, which cost me my. Uh, you know, my back basically over the last eight months. But, uh, you know, we're getting back. Speaking of my back, I uh, I bought one of those bootleg Theraguns yeah. uh, on Amazon for 120 bucks. That thing's good, man. And here's the thing. I'm such an idiot because I met the guy who created the Theragun. He's like a friend of a friend. Uh, and my friend was in town. He lives in New York. And he was in town like, it's been like three or four years ago. And he's like, yo, I'm staying in West Hollywood, whatever. Just hit me up. We'll, I'll meet you at this sports bar. And we were at some sports bar watching Monday Night Football. He invited his friend. It was funny because the guy, um, what's the guy from, is it Chris Connolly? Entourage? E from Entourage? Is that his name? Kevin uh, Connolly? Kevin Connolly. Kevin Connolly was there watching uh, Monday Night Football too. Uh, but this, so my buddy invited his buddy, which is the Theragun guy. So this is like three or four years ago. And he's like, yeah, he's, he's the Theragun guy. Have you heard of it? I'm like, nah, I haven't heard of it. He brought in a Theragun, showed me how it worked. I'm like, yo, that's dope. He's like, yeah, man, I'll hook you up. I listen to you on the radio all the time. I'm like, oh, cool. This is when we were working on mornings and I never thought of it after again. And now those damn things sell for $600. And Dude, I had to buy a boot- give you one for free. And he was back then. And I was going to, you know, now I got a bootleg one, the sport near, but it works. I mean. You can't, like, bring it to the club or nothing. Everybody's going to, like, make fun of you. I mean, who's bringing a Theragun to the club, though? I'm just saying, dog, yeah. you know. Yeah. When you have bootleg stuff, it's going to get found out. Yeah. Someone's going to call you out. It's in my house, though, you know? It's going to be in the open, actually. Hey, you I think know Morales who, who is working on it right now. Amin was the one who introduced me to this bootleg one, and it does work well. I've well, had, of course, I've actually Amin's used... bootleg. Yeah, that's true. I sh- <laughs> should, yeah, take the source. Consider yeah, the source. He, he has a, his bootlegs are bootlegs. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> By the way, Amin going to join us Friday at 5.30. Friday at 5.30, Amin will stop by to join Did us Did he text Greg me. back or is that just directly from I, you? Yeah, no, he texts Greg back. I, I he got me. He yeah. got me this time. He I think he's me. afraid of you too. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, by the way, before we get into Anthony Davis and what he said, uh, I saw Jackie Chan is making a new movie. Um, I, I like Jackie Chan. Um, those Rush Hour movies were fun. Um Chris Tucker and him were great together, I thought. But, you know, he's made crazy, crazy action movies over his lifetime. Um, is there, like, an action star, LZ, that they make a movie and you're like, 
here's my money. I'm going to watch no matter no. what. No. Really? Nope. Now, a franchise I would go see. Okay. Like? But it, like the Bourne franchise. Okay. Okay. I saw it with Jeremy Renner. You know, it was fine. Right. I didn't need Matt Damon for the story. So really? Because I would have yeah. needed Matt Damon. I did not see the Renner Bourne movie. You know, it was about a guy who couldn't remember stuff and he was beating up everybody until he did. Right. So it was, so he was still Jason Bourne. It just so was, he was still Jason Bourne. It was just, just Jer- gotta, Jeremy Renner being Jason Bourne. Right. Exactly. So it's basically the same thing. I also would go to the Mission Impossible franchise. Yeah. I've seen all the Mission Impossible franchises with Tom Cruise, but I don't right. go for Tom Cruise. I yeah. just go because I like the you story. You like the movies. So. Right. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. By James the way. Bond's the same way. Now, to, to your Bourne analogy, and, and maybe this is why Harrison Ford said what he said, because they're talking about rebooting Indiana Jones and they want to have Chris Pratt and they asked uh, Harrison Ford he's like no how about this I'm Indiana Jones when I die it's over and it's like <laughs> you know what I ain't mad at Harrison for saying that because it's true he is Indiana Jones why do we need to remake Indiana Jones because you know what Sean Connery was 007 and then we found out oh if you have a really good actor the movie still works. Yeah, I mean, Sean Connery was 007, but like for me growing up, I thought Roger Moore was 007. See? I, I didn't know Sean Connery was. I mean, I guess, but I don't know, maybe it's because I've seen it. You know what I mean? And like, I like Chris Pratt, but you know, it's Harrison Ford, dog. He's Indiana Jones. He is Indiana Jones. There's no doubt about it. The thing with, I think that would be problematic for me with Chris Pratt is because. How is that different than Star-Lord? And how is that different than the Jurassic Park guy? Right, exactly. Like, after a while, it looks just like it's just Chris Pratt playing these adventure guys and not the character Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that's, with you. That's, that's the only problem right, I, I can foresee. Right, that's the difference. Right, that is the difference. Um, you know, Harrison back then in the early 80s, right? Like, that was, he had only just done Star Wars, right? Like, that, right, we, right. we knew him as Han Solo. But, you know, Indiana Jones and Han Solo had a lot in common, right? Like, just the way that they... Uh, they they acted, you know, their exactly. personalities. Yeah. But the franchise was brand new, so it was, you kind of rolled with it to see what he was like on Earth, and he right. worked out, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right, and that whip, this, he was good with the whip. Yeah, the reason why Daniel Craig worked And we mean an actual 07, whip, not a car, you know. Exactly. Right. The, the reason why, you know, 007 works with Daniel Craig is because we didn't really know Daniel Craig right. until he jumped on the scene as 007. Correct. He was like an art house actor, so there yeah. was nothing really yeah. that we had attached to him beforehand. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, not knowing, like we knew Anthony yeah, Davis, yeah. but we didn't know Anthony Davis until he became a Laker. Like we knew he was good, um, but we've gotten to know AD, and I feel like people here love AD, right? Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Yeah, he helped deliver a championship with LeBron, right? He was as important a player as there was in this championship run. So he did an interview with Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports, and Chris asked him, um, uh, about his free agency, right? And before he got to that, though, he kind of brought up, like, the Dennis Schroeder trade. And AD said something that kind of, like, shook Laker Nation a little bit. Let me hear that, Laura. I don't know Chris. You know, excuse, excuse, oh, well, I haven't even got to that yet, AD. <laughs> I haven't got to that. You, you getting, you're getting ahead of me. you getting ahead Sorry. of me. Sorry. You don't have a team. So play that again, because I, I I didn't I didn't hear it very well. Go ahead. I don't know Chris. You know, excuse, excuse, oh, well, I haven't even got to that yet, AD. <laughs> I haven't got to that. You you getting you getting ahead of me. You getting ahead Sorry. of me. Sorry. You don't have a team. 
So he asks him about Schroeder, and he says, your team um, added Dennis Schroeder. And he, you hear him saying at the beginning, I don't have a team, Chris. Play it one more time. I don't have uh, a scoop, team, Chris. Yeah, scoop, scoop. Oh, I, I haven't even got to that yet, AD. I haven't got to that. You, you getting, the, you're getting ahead of me. You're getting ahead Sorry. of me. Sorry. You don't have a team. So then he follows up and asks him about his free agency, and here's what right. AD said. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, my, all my free agency questions will go to my agent, Rich Paul. Okay. Uh, I kind of knew that. I could have just sources and reported that. I got to <laughs> ask, though. Now, again, thanks to Chris Haynes and the folks at Yahoo for that. Now, LZ, people are shook a little bit about that. Like, I, look, I wouldn't be shook. It's just business, man. You know what I mean? Like, we, you and I were talking about contracts earlier, talking about Harden, right? You and I yep. ha- have been media-free agents before. And it's not that we don't love working where we work, but you have o- when you work under contract, you have only so many opportunities in your life to explore. Right? Yep. And yep. see what else could be out there for you. Now, I do I think there's any chance that Anthony Davis leaves the Lakers? No, I don't believe that. But it is his God-given right to at least explore those opportunities. So when you hear that Laker fan, I just think you need to chill. I don't think he's going anywhere. I would be completely floored, stunned, whatever adjective you want to use uh, to describe how I would feel. I would be that. Um, but it's just business, right, LZ? It is just business, but it's unnecessary commentary that he's putting out there. How so? Unnecessary, because the Lakers aren't going to negotiate with him. They're going to give him what he wants. (laughs) They're going to give them what Rich Paul wants. They're not going to say, well, we're only willing to give you five years, not six. They're not going to say, well, we want to give you $55 million instead of seven. They're not going to say any of that. Right, but you remember that Rich Paul is, I think, arguably, I, I would say, I wouldn't even say arguably anymore. I think he's the best basketball agent going right now because yeah, he, he holds ownership accountable. And he did it with LeBron in Cleveland with Dan Gilbert when they came back. And they're, even though it's a partnership, right? Yep. Yep. They are still holding ownership accountable. And I have no problem with that. So as much as we were on ownership side, or at least. I, you know, we both were, but I was in regards to Houston in that instance. I am on the player's side in this instance, understanding, hey, he's a free agent. It's called free, okay? Right. He can do what he wants. He can do what he wants. But this is not Shaq in Orlando where he's going to get a low ball and someone can sneak in there and get him a better offer. He's going to get as much money as he can for as long as he can from the Lakers. And the only question is, do you want this life or do you want to go back to Chicago and freeze and try to make it work with Zach Levine? Or do you want to go to Houston and see if anybody's still left when you get there? Like, what's the plan if you move from the Lakers when you just want a championship and everything you want, including your house, is right here? If you want to do TV and movies, it's right here. If you want to win championships, obviously it's right here. Like, what? <laughs> Because it, it, I don't, I severely doubt that Rob is going to be like, yeah, dog, yeah, I can't do that. No, they're going to give him what they want. But they're I think give that. Him what they want. But I, I just think that it's the way that 
clutch does business, and I got no problem with it. Like, I understand it. I've seen it. We saw it already. Yeah, yeah, of You course. know what I mean? Like, there is an outline to what they've done previously. So this shouldn't be that much of a surprise. I think it's different because, you know, LeBron chose to come to the Lakers. Um, but we know that LeBron worked in concert and AD worked in concert with Rob Palinka to get the players. But you know what? When it comes to contract time and money time, people have different approaches. And I- I'm okay with this approach. You know what? We'll ask Zach Harper about this. Zach Harper, NBA columnist for The Athletic, will join us on the other side. He's also got that crazy uh, movie podcast with Amin. So we want to ask him a few movie questions, too, while we got the, some time. We're going to be back in two minutes with Zach. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Don't forget this hour, we are giving you a chance to win a virtual key that could start that 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport courtesy of our friends at Culver City Mazda. David Salamanca from LA won yesterday's key. Do you want your key? Make sure you heard Mason in Ireland and you do it each and every weekday. Uh, especially during that 3 o'clock hour where they give the destination of the day. Hopefully you write it down. And in the 5 o'clock hour on our show, you listen for our buddy Sal Gonzalez of Culver City Mazda to give you the cue to call. When you hear it, be caller 7 with the correct destination of the day and you win a virtual key that could start that brand new 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport with $1,000, a grand in the glove box. So take a road trip on us. It's the 710 ESPN month of giving. All right, there's been a lot of basketball talk today, so make sure um, you subscribe to the podcast as well. Uh, Sedano and LZ, subscribe, rate, and review on the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you find your podcasts. Speaking of podcasts, our next guest has a podcast with our pal Amin, uh, Zach Harper. You can find him on social media, Instagram or Twitter, at Talk Hoops. And we will talk basketball with him, but we do want to ask him a, mo- a couple of movie questions first. Uh, Zach, thank you for joining us. Can you plug your movie podcast real quick, Cinephobe? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Thank you. It's called Cinephobe. You find it anywhere you find podcasts. It is myself and Amin Al-Hassan dissecting terrible movies and trying to figure out if they're good or not. Okay, this leads perfectly into my next question. So Jackie Chan is making a new movie. Now, I love me some Jackie Chan. I love Rush Hour. But... Is there a Jackie Chan movie that you guys have reviewed to this point? Or... If, you, if there hasn't been, what is the best, worst action movie that you guys have reviewed on this podcast? Oh, um, so we have not done a Jackie Chan movie, but I do believe Shanghai Night is eligible. So it's got to be 40% or low on Rotten Tomatoes. And so I do believe that's eligible, or at least one of those are. So I think we will at some point. But the best, the best bad action movie we've done is, is either Tango and Cash or Double Impact. Uh, Tango and Cash, we had the, the joy of having Stu Gotts on as a guest, and so that was a great episode. But Double Impact was so good with Jean-Claude Van Damme playing twins, so good that we had to break it into two parts. <laughs> Whoa, oh my a double-double impact podcast. A double-double impact podcast. We've only gone double, po- double parts on, I think, three episodes. One was Double Impact. We did one recently, which I can't remember, maybe Lawnmower Man, and then, uh, of course, Showgirls. 
LZ, explain to Zach the, about your the conversation we just had and your affinity for action movies, but not action stars per se. Yes, I love action movies, but I'm not married to the action star. So I want franchises no. that make sense, but I don't necessarily yeah. need a specific actor, a specific like, actor to play that role. Like Bourne, right? You liked Renner with as Bourne too. I was perfectly fine with that. I was perfectly fine with the other options for 007. Um, all of Tom Cruise's running mates during uh, Mission Impossible franchises, I rolled with all of them. Obviously, all the Marvel movies. I like action movies. I don't necessarily need a specific actor in those roles. Wow. So, like, you... Because in the 90s, like, I was, I was absolutely in step with anything Van Damme did or anything Wesley Snipes did. Like, those were the right. two guys. Like, I would watch anything with them. But Steven Seagal, like, I was like, eh, I, I need to be impressed a little bit. Yeah, like, <laughs> Yeah, him doing just, you know, flipping people around, you know, like yeah. with one hand. That, it was the It was same. the mom yeah. jeans for me. I can't get beaten up by a guy with a ponytail and mom That's jeans. That's true. That he just did didn't have seem mom right. jeans. That's that an just didn't seem feasible at all. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I, and, and, but you know what's really weird? I'll go see a movie for the director. I'll go see a movie for the screenwriter. Oh, I'll go see a that. movie for an actor or an actress, just not an action movie. So if you're telling me wow. Meryl Streep is portraying Dr. King, I'm be like going, you know what? She probably could pull that off. Let me see Meryl Streep played by Dr. <laughs> King. But if I told you Meryl Streep is like is is in a five part like Atomic Blonde, you know, sequel, like you're you're like, eh, I don't, oh. I'm good. It doesn't matter. But I love that movie Atomic Blonde. I'm so glad that you brought that up. It's Underrated good. movie. It's a good one. Mm. Interesting. You need to see it, George. Have you seen it? Yeah, uh, I I have not actually. I, That's I will, really good. Uh, I will check it out. So we will uh, we will talk more movies with Zach. Zach, we need to bring you on more often so we can just talk movies and basketball with you. Basically, I'm so available. Follow Zach. Literally always. Yes. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, you know, make sure you check out Zach's work at the Athletic. Subscribe to the Athletic. Always support journalism, much like we say with the LA Times and LZ's uh, colleagues. Uh, him and his colleagues support journalism there as well. Subscribe. But to but the but LA but, Times, but so. if you only got one. Bill, you can pay. Make it the LA Times. Yeah, not they, the Athletic. you yeah. got to do the LA Times. LZ's yeah, yeah. gonna be, uh, yeah, he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna lean in that direction. But Sorry, if you got buddy. some extra, go get the Athletic extra. and get exactly, that. exactly get that Athletic subscription. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so Zach, we were just playing um, Chris Haynes's interview with Anthony Davis. Uh, have you heard the interview yet, or seen the the transcript, or, or no? No, I got to be honest. I'm not really um, wowed by Anthony Davis when he talks. You know, like, I've never known him to, like, really say anything where I'm just like, wow, that was great. And that's not a knock on him. I just think he's very reserved, and I need someone that's like, a little more outlandish. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, Haynes was interviewing him and asked him about um, Dennis Schroeder. And he said to him, your team added Dennis Schroeder. And then he said this. Go ahead, Laura. Play it for Zach. Zach, you're going to have to listen closely because it happens very fast. Go ahead, Laura. I don't know uh, excuse, team, Chris. You know, excuse, oh, I, I haven't even got to that yet, AD. I haven't got to that. You, you getting, you getting ahead of me. You getting ahead Sorry. of me. Sorry. You don't have a team. So he answered, "I don't have a team, Chris." Um, like, how do you feel about that? That being his stance on this. Um, it's weird because, like, didn't we just have some blatant tampering when Bogdan Bogdanovich agreed to a sign and trade like five days before free agency opened? So I feel like we don't have to be careful anymore. I know that there's a, an issue with the Lakers in the past and Tampa, but like 
Anthony Davis could just come out and say, I'm re-signing. You all know I'm re-signing. I'm not going to go somewhere else. He's not going to go sign with the Hawks or you know, the Grizzlies or something like that. Like, yeah, I, I don't see the need to be careful there. You're getting the max. You're re-signing. Like, that's what it is. I mean, that's basically what I was saying. Like, there's no need to be coy right now. Like, maybe you want to be coy because you didn't get your opportunity to be coy, and this is now your chance. The problem is that no one believed in your coyness. This isn't 2011 with the decision, and we, you know, this is – this is, you just won a championship and you're with someone in the GOAT conversation. Let's run it back. You got your money. You got your weather. You got your fame. What are you leaving for? Yeah, I guess I guess my question would be, is he just like kind of annoyed that James Harden, Russell Westbrook, all these guys are, are getting publicity right now when he's supposed to be enter, entering free agency as the best free agent, even though it's a foregone conclusion? Like it, maybe it's just a, Hey, why aren't we talking about me more kind of thing? I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It is, it is weird, right? Like, I, I, I do. I mean, I get it. Like, business is business. And look, I, as I was telling LZ earlier, it's Rich Paul did this with LeBron and Dan Gilbert, right? Like, hold the, uh, yeah. the ownership accountable or whatever. And that seems to be the MO, perhaps, uh, in this situation. That's just kind of how I look at it. But you brought up Harden, which I think is interesting because LZ, LZ and I have talked about Harden and the whole Bucks thing a lot today. If if Drew Holiday, who is a very good player, but not an elite player, is going to get three first-rounders, fetch three first-rounders, two pick swaps, and two functional NBA players in Eric Bledsoe and George Hill, what the hell is James Harden going to fetch in a trade? Well, I don't, I don't think it matters because David Griffin and Sam Presti have all the draft picks, so either one of them are the only guys that can <laughs> trade for James Harden. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, they have true. all the draft picks. There's nothing you can do. I mean... It's stunning. Like I, you know, I think, I think Rockets management has kind of come out and said, like, uh, you know, it's going to take a young star and a massive amount of picks. What is a massive amount of picks in a in an era where Drew Holiday commands control of five drafts, right? Like that's essentially what it is. He commands five drafts for the Bucks that goes to the Pelicans, and they get to decide. Um, I mean, it, you can only trade like I think eight drafts out or, or not maybe not even that maybe it's six or seven drafts out so i think it's seven how does yeah, like yeah. how does yeah how does hard like they just say hey we want like ownership in the team as well whatever money you make we make like i don't understand what could possibly be up for grabs there Look, I, listen i don't know what they're doing <laughs> i have the slightest idea other than they actually most of these teams seem to be obsessed with trying to appease the disgruntled superstar and less focus on actually building a champion that may actually do the appeasing for them. And I know it sounds like I'm, I'm splitting hairs, but when I look at what happened to Milwaukee specifically, you know, I don't know your thoughts on it, but I think George and I are on the same page. We don't feel as if they got that much better. And when you consider the picks, their future has gotten decidedly worse. And so you did all this movement, and you gave away your bird at your future, and you don't look like you're much better, but you felt you needed to do something so that Giannis doesn't leave you for Miami. That's not how you run a franchise. <laughs> like, if well, the goal I, is to I, win I, a championship, you should be building a championship team. I'm with you there. Like, I, I do think Drew Holiday is immensely better than Eric Bledsoe because, one, He's just as good defensively, if not better. Two, he's way better offensively. And three, he actually wants to be in the playoffs. Other than Eric Bledsoe, who's just like trying to get out of those situations as quickly as possible. Um, but the problem is, like, it only works if Giannis resigns. If Giannis doesn't resign, it is 
arguably the most disastrous trade in NBA history. Like, like worse than that that Nets Celtics debacle from from you know what eight years ago or whatever that was. Like, it, it can't be. You can't make these moves and then not have Giannis long term. And so, in in the case of the Bucks, like I mean, you that is a that's a real roll of the dice there when everyone else is saying, yeah, I don't know if this is enough to keep him. And then from the Rockets' standpoint, if you're going to trade James Harden, like they're not focused on building anything; they're just focused on getting under the, under the luxury tax. Right. Like, they, like <laughs> I, I almost think they offered James Harden that fifty million a year, knowing he was going to turn it down because then it just looks better from a PR standpoint. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Zach Harper yeah. uh, with us here of the Athletic NBA columnist. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Talk Hoops. Uh, I got thirty seconds here. Do you believe the Bucks are? that much better though like if in comparison to Miami Toronto Boston and the Nets potentially it does not matter unless Mike Budenholzer makes changes if he will adjust the strategy then they are better if not I'll still take the heat all right fair enough um plug your podcast one more time cinephobe anywhere you find podcasts it's myself and Amin Al-Hassan reviewing bad movies and we will talk more movies and NBA and bad movies specifically with you uh, very soon. Thanks for joining us, dude. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, there it is. Zach Harper, follow him on Twitter and Instagram, at Talk Hoops. He's a great follow on social media, too, on top of being a great NBA writer. Uh, so we'll have him on more uh, frequently uh, here moving forward. All right, it's happening, LZ. What? You know what's happening? What? The virtual key is coming up in this commercial break. Oh, uh, hell yeah. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, LZ, it is time, man. We are going to do this. We have caller number seven on the line. Whoop, whoop. And his name is Andrew Griego from Harupa Valley. Do you have today's destination of the day? It's Catalina Island. Congratulations! Yeah. That is awesome, sir. Way to go. Now, I just want to give you a heads up. You can't actually drive there. Just, just uh -huh. I want you to know that. Yeah. yeah. You can, absolutely. You, you can, can drive there. Uh, all can, right. Can, can we see what the virtual key is, please? Yes, let's do that. Llave numero nueve. Key number nine. There it is. Yeah, buddy. Key, key number nine, numero nueve. So, man. Are you excited, Andrew? Are you excited? Heck yeah. This could be the one, man. So hooking up. We are all over the map here in Southern California, too. Harupa Valley, that's that's near Riverside, right? That's in the IE? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. So congratulations. That's the virtual key. Uh, maybe it's the one that starts that 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport uh, from Culver City Mazda. On Monday, November 30th, we'll be giving away that car. And just for qualifying, Andrew, you get a $100 gift card from Island. So congratulations on that, man. Nice. Thank you. Now, we want you to hold on to the line while Laura gets the rest of your information. Okay. And, and thank you to Island Restaurants. Island features specialty burgers, fresh cut fries, tropical drinks, great happy hour deals, and the coldest beer in town. Man. 
Listen tomorrow, man. This is so much fun giving these virtual keys away. Listen tomorrow on the 3 o'clock hour to Mason Ireland to give you another destination of the day. And then listen for the cue to call in the 5 o'clock hour uh, of our show for your chance to win in the 710 ESPN month of giving. And by the way, if you've noticed, we've been rotating the breaks. Uh, sometimes it happens earlier in the 5 o'clock hour. Sometimes it happens later in the 5 o'clock hour, which means you got to listen to the whole 5 o'clock hour. Yeah, um, keep so your we- earlobes on a swivel. Yeah. Exactly. That's an excellent way to put it, LZ. Uh, All right. Thanks to um, Andrew, and thank you for listening, and congratulations to Andrew. Uh, Man, this has been fun. This has been fun. And we have been hooking people up across the entire uh, Southland, man. Like, you know, whether it's the IE, we had East LA, we had just, you know, Center City LA, right? Like Mid-City, we had uh, someone else from uh, Anaheim, right? We we hit the OC, uh, we've been all over the map with these keys, man. It's these virtual keys, so it's been fun. Uh, thanks to Zach Harper for joining us there. Again, follow him on social media at Talk Hoops, uh, Instagram and Twitter. He's a fun follow, and he clearly knows basketball. Uh, and we'd like to have fun with him uh, talking movies, so we always uh, like having people like that on. Uh, all right, LZ, before you and I uh, move on, because we're going to talk some basketball again, because there's a lot of basketball stuff uh, flying at us here. And then you and Greg also had a funny interaction, which we'll discuss on the other side. Uh, but Andy Reid has taken a shot at the Raiders. Uh-oh. Are you ready? I am. He is upset at the Raiders for the way that they celebrated after beating Kansas City in Kansas City. Now, look, I like Andy Reid a lot, okay? Andy Reid was one of these dudes – that took a lot of criticism, including from me, that I always felt like he was a little bit of smartest man in the room syndrome in Philly, was a little stubborn sometimes. But in Kansas City, during his time there, even with Alex Smith, right? Like everyone knew, I know you, that's your boo, LZ, but we knew Alex was a little, <laughs> was a little limited, you know what I mean? And he, you know, he had them in the playoffs and deep in the playoffs. And then, of course, he got finally hooked up with another great QB in Patrick Mahomes, and he finally won a Super Bowl, and deservingly so. But I never pictured Andy, who feels like a fiery competitor, but like a guy that likes to have fun, as the guy who was going to be one of these unwritten rule dudes. And this is what it is. Like, he's upset that they celebrated at Arrowhead the way they celebrated. They ran around the stadium or whatever. Man, they just beat the Super Bowl champs, and they're the Raiders. They've been a, a laughing stock for years. You know what? Deal with it, man. Yeah, but no. No? I'm on, I'm on Andy's side with it. Really? Why is that? Act like you've been there. But they haven't. Let's be real. Act like you've been there. You're not you're not a rookie quarterback going in and beating, you know, Andy Reid. You're like 30 years old. Like, act like you've been there. Act like you expected to get the win. Act like you were supposed to do what you just did. I'm with Andy Reid with that. It's kind of like when you act like that, and you're an older team, it just makes you look as if, you know, you're not serious about trying to win a championship, in my opinion. Greg, you are the Raider fan around here. Um, how do you feel about Andy Reid being get-off-my-lawn guy? Oh, just tell him to go away for just a little bit. You want a Super Bowl, it's really not that big of a deal. So they went around, yes, it doesn't happen very often. The Raiders don't beat the Chiefs, A, very often, or B, in in Kansas City very often. Let them ex- let them go a little bit. Who cares? So, Laura, what did you just say? What did you say? Thanks the- for throwing <laughs> I said, that's usually Greg's job. Get on my lawn, guys. That's usually Greg. <laughs> <Del> Zeno. <laughs> well, it's, it, it, I mean, I'm sure he didn't go into a large soliloquy about it, right? No, he, he was just like, we didn't like the way they celebrated. We didn't like, right. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. 
And and that's little bulletin board material for his team to be reminded. And also, it it to me, it shines a little bit of a light. I get it that they haven't done it in a while. But as I said, you're not like a young team either. You know, it's like you got a veteran team. You certainly have a veteran quarterback. You got a, a, a coach who's, you know, been in the league for years, retired for years, came back. So it's like, act like you've been there before. See, so Alliance. <laughs> but John Gruden then responded. He was asked about this just the other day. Uh, on Monday, he was asked about it. And he said, not really. I mean, you can find a smart Alec bus driver in Kansas City who made some snide comments when we got on the bus. Maybe that's why we drove around the stadium to tick him off. So that sounds more like John Gruden. Well, listen, good luck on Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be tough. That's all I got to say. I mean, you're not beating them twice. You already beat them once. That's good enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, unless yeah. there's some like really big spread, I'm probably going to take the Chiefs on Friday. And see, that's and that's my whole point, right? It's like you're running around in circles and jumping up and down for joy. You want confetti to fall for a regular season game when you should have bigger hopes and expectations. But if you're already thinking about taking the Chiefs and you don't think they have a chance on Sunday, then maybe they aren't who you hope they will be. Oh, look at these chances. Whoa, whoa, see – See, no, it's more so that I know what the Chiefs are, and I know who Patrick Mahomes is, and I know how he can score in big bunches very, very quickly. And he did it against the Raiders when they won just a couple weeks ago. It was 40-32 to 32 that they won, and it was much bigger spread than that. And all of a sudden, he came back at the end and started just throwing bombs. All right. So, is, is Andy Reid being a crybaby? 877-710-ESPN, uh, 877-710-3776. Or are the Raiders just being, uh, you know, as LZ put it, right? What? Did, how would you describe them again? They got to act I like mean, they've been there? Act like they've been there. Right. So which side are you on on this? Uh, coming up next, uh, we will get into that. We'll take some of your calls. Plus, the basketball world is on fire. Uh, it really is. It's crazy. Uh, we told you we'd own this week, uh, and we are owning this week because there is a lot of basketball news, including some Laker news. Uh, I want to touch on some of the stuff that's going on with the Lakers, like who's next, uh, because there is an interesting Instagram post by a free agent that may be courting LeBron and the Lakers. We'll tell you about that as well. Stick around. Sedano and LZ back in three minutes. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. You're listening to KSBN Los Angeles. Uh, LZ, a couple of other Dodger notes that we didn't get to in the first What You Need to Know. Uh, mm-hmm. Andrew Friedman, uh, Executive of the Year. No big shock, obviously, I don't think, for anyone, right? No, well, it shouldn't be a shock, but you never know the way they treated Rob Palenka, how people feel about L.A., so I'm happy to see that he got his, you know, deserved recognition. Yeah, I don't think that's so much about L.A. with Palinka as opposed to he was an agent and was running up the score maybe uh, on some of these other executives who vote on that award, right? Like, I think that that plays a role. Well, I mean, that wasn't the case with Friedman. There certainly is a Palinka element to it, but there's jealousy of L.A. and Lakers, period. No, I, I so do agree I, so with I that. It, so I think it was, I think it was but, both. But I think it's actually more personal with Rob because of the interactions, right, as an agent versus with uh, with other front yeah. office types. You know what I mean? Whereas Andrew Friedman was has always been a front office guy. You know, I think that that, that is – and by the way, I think everyone was happy that the Dodgers won a World Series because um, it felt like all the national pundits – for all the grief the Lakers took from the national pundit throughout the season uh, – or pundits throughout the season that wasn't the case with the Dodgers it was hard pressed for us to find anyone that would think the Dodgers wouldn't win the World Series from the beginning of the season to the end of the season well if you listen to John Smoltz commentary 
You stop. and Greg with this John Smoltz stuff. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, he he of, was hating, dog. He was hating. I'm telling you. Speaking of the Dodgers, uh, Kike Hernandez, an interesting story in the LA Times. Uh, your, of course, uh, employer about Kike Hernandez and how he wept basically a ton. Like he was as emotional as anyone after winning the championship. Why, LZ? Why was that the case? Because he's a free agent and there's a good chance he won't be back. Right. Which yeah. Gavin is, Lux, right? Which is really, really disappointing because he was, in addition to being a fantastic, versatile player for this organization, he is a personality. He was someone that you gravitated toward because he wasn't cookie cutter and he didn't mind letting it hang out a little bit. And we're going to miss that energy. Yeah, don't hang it, let it hang out too much, though. You know what I'm saying? That's, you can get in trouble for that kind of stuff. Yeah, just mask up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Uh, and by the way, why are we getting rid of all the people that are even remotely Cuban? You know, we got rid of Puig. Now we're getting rid of uh, Kike. You know, he's half Cuban. His mom's Cuban. Why are we getting rid of all the Cubans around here? You know, all I can say is there's an importance to having as many representation of your city uh, – play for your team as there is the talent aspect of it too yeah. because you want an emotional connection as well yeah, right which is why guys like Urias uh, certainly connects I think with the exactly. audience we talked about exactly. that a lot uh, in the wake of them winning the championships there's no question the more Latinos the better uh you know I'm not saying you shouldn't have other people but you know it's 33 percent of the league right the city of 50 percent Latinos you know let's go from my perspective the Utah Jazz always make sure they got at least one really good <laughs> white player <laughs> Call Boston me if you Celtics. think I'm lying. Boston Call Celtics. me if you think you're lying. Exactly. They always make sure they have at least one really good white player. Yeah, call and me now. I'm just saying, man. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's good business. Call me now. And last one for you on what you need to know before we move on to basketball. Um, Canelo Alvarez. We made a big deal about this. And, I, you know, I was a skeptic, LZ, that day about him leaving the zone because I didn't think he could get the money elsewhere. Right. And I didn't think he was that kind of draw where there'd be people lining up uh, to give him all this money that DeZone gave him. <laughs> and he ran – it proved to be true because DeZone – he ran back to DeZone very quickly here, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, well, you know, I don't really know the full extent of the plan that he had in place, but if he did go down the route of trying to do his own promotions or even start his own promotion company – yeah. Maybe he decided the stage of his career, he didn't want to invest energy that way. Yeah. It is better to have a big house, do all that. He can concentrate on building his legacy. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it might be, it might have been just that. But I also think that they're clear. If there would have suitors, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that he might have jumped. Um, but I, I just don't feel like there were probably any it's, suitors. Now is not the time to look for a $300, $400 million contract. Oh, you mean during a pandemic? Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> that, yeah, that's probably yeah. fair. All right, that's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Um, all right, so basketball. Um, do, uh, Laura, let me know if we have any calls on people uh, wanting to get in on the Raider conversation uh, that we had earlier at 877-710-ESPN. If you don't know, Andy Reid uh, is all bent out of shape at uh, the Raiders for when they won in Kansas City. They were running around the field or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and the Chiefs, by the way, uh, thank you to uh, Ali, who sent this to me via Twitter. Uh, the Chiefs' official Twitter um, tweeted out something that said, we'll let our play do the talking. So the Chiefs also being petty when it comes to the Raiders. So I just wanted to make sure that I, I put that out I like the drama. There. I like the drama. Yeah. Give us a little bit more to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, so – 
Let's start with Giannis and the Bucks and kind of work our way into the craziness that's evolved this afternoon in Houston because that story has multiple layers. But the Giannis thing. So Giannis has not signed the Supermax. The assumption is that Giannis has been in cahoots with the Bucks making all these moves to sign his pal, Bogdan Bogdanovich, of the Sacramento Kings, or trade for him, who was a free mm-hmm. agent and uh, a restricted free agent to boot, um, and to trade three first-rounders, Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and two pick swaps for Drew Holiday. Mind you, that is a similar haul to what Oklahoma City got for Paul George, okay, who is, I believe, a six-time All-Star, Paul George? I could be wrong, but it, it, either way, I like Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is a very good player. I don't think I'm being disrespectful. Yes, uh, Paul George is six-time All-Star. Uh, okay. I, I don't think it's being disrespectful, LZ, saying that Drew Holiday, a one-time All-Star, is a very good player but not an elite player. So I was very surprised that that was the haul that Milwaukee put forth towards David Griffin and the New Orleans Pelicans. What it says, what it does say to me is that David Griffin is really good at s- s- uh, smelling out desperation, and uh, he <laughs> can capitalize on that for sure. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, like you, I definitely felt as if um, they gave up too much for Drew Holiday today. Correct. But if it turns into a trip to the final, if it turns into a championship, then it wasn't too much. But today, just looking at it. I don't feel as if Drew Holiday makes up for what they lost, and not just Eric Gordon, but also in George Hill, who was very good for them off the bench. And nor do I believe that, um, put it this way, are they building a team to win a championship, or are they building a team to try to appease Giannis? Because if they're really smart and honest, and this is the important thing, honest, if you're really smart and honest with yourself, you probably know he's not going to stay regardless. So instead of leveraging your future on a hope and a prayer, dig in your heels and build like a responsible businesswoman or businessman. And don't hand the keys to your franchise to someone who's already looking at buying another car. But to your point, he can still sign the Supermax, and if this thing flounders in a couple of years... He can then ask ask out then. We've seen that happen too. Yeah, he can he can ask out then, but at least at that point, you might be able to get a lot of your picks back because you got them locked in and people feel better about surrendering picks for a Giannis as opposed to what you did, which is give away your picks for someone who's not Giannis, for someone who's not Paul George, who's not Kyrie or Kevin or any other superstars that you think of when you talk about cornerstones to a championship. You trade away your future to your point to a dude who made one all-star team and he's 30 years old. Yeah. And, and by the way, Ireland made this argument during purgatory um, at 4 o'clock was that, hey, look, Rob Palinka, Pat Riley, these guys give away their picks all the time, right? Uh, historically. Uh, you know, obviously, Riles has a you know 25-year history as a front office guy. You know, he was a coach part of that time too, but he was making the moves. Um, and yes, there, there are a lot of guys in this league like Rob Palinka and, uh, and Pat Riley. Daryl Morey is another guy, right, historically that has given away picks. But remember, those guys run teams in L.A., 
Houston, which is still attractive to players, and Miami. This is Milwaukee that we're talking about. You're giving away all your assets. What happens if this thing does go sideways? Then what? You don't even have a way to supplement your roster. At the moment, here's the other part of the equation that nobody's talking about enough with Milwaukee. Because if I'm the Lakers, I'm like, whatever. It's not going to be them. Like, I don't think it's going to be them. Do you? I don't. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't, unless Giannis shows up with a jump shot. Correct. And here's the thing. They are locked in to a hard cap because they did a sign and trade for Bogdan Bogdanovich. That's the rule. If you do the sign and trade, you are then hard capped, okay? And they're hard capped at $139 million. They have seven players if Giannis signs. Let's call it, let's say Giannis signs the Supermax. They would have seven players under contract. That means they would have seven, at least seven more roster spots to fill, all at minimums. Like, think about that for a second. They were a team that had a ton of depth. Remember how much we were ripping Mike Budenholzer because he was only playing Giannis 30 minutes even in the playoffs? Because that's what he did all season long? What are they going to do now? Either you're going to have to run out all those guys and make them play close to 35 to 40 minutes a night, or you're going to play a bunch of dudes on minimums a ton of minutes, and you're not going to be as good in the regular season. So you won't get home court advantage. You won't get any of those things. I just think all of this seems to me very short-sighted. Very. But this is what happens when you don't really have a plan. Right? <laughs> like, right. either you plan for life or life will plan for you. And it looks like it's the latter for Milwaukee, which is unfortunate because they really were a good story. Yeah. You know, they Giannis, what, mid, mid in the first round? He wasn't a lottery pick. What was no. he, 15th? 15th, yes. Yeah. So, Chris Just Middleton. Just outside the lottery, yeah. Yeah. Chris Middleton found, found money. Like, it, it, like, Jason Kidd having the vision of putting the ball in Giannis's hands. Like, all of this is just magical fairy dust that just worked out, and now you're feeling this pressure to be something that you're not because you became something you didn't anticipate for. And just because you became something you didn't anticipate for doesn't mean now you need to leverage away your future to try to be something that you're not. You're still on a major city even if you are a good team. You can't forget that part. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Uh, let's go to the phones. we got a couple of Raider fans. Gelato Drew. He's on with us. What's up, Drew? What's going on, fellas? What's up, bro? What's up? I miss Mysterio, baby. Oh, he's <laughs> still around. He's doing well. He's still <laughs> around. But Don't yeah, worry. My Raiders is well, uh, is, uh, well within the right to do that. And so, Donald, you know, uh, Rudin and, uh, and Andy Reid got a frenemy uh, relationship from their time in uh, Green Bay, you know. So I'm sure that's, you know, they're just jabbing at each other. And yeah, we know it's Raider Nation, baby. You know we're the team of LA, not that not that team with the ugly logo, oh, or the team that should be a San Diego. Go. Here we go, Drew. All right, Drew. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Make sure you hit the uh, dispensary today. That is not an actual <laughs> joke. His, his name is Gelato Drew because he likes a specific oh, strain yeah. called Gelato. Uh, that's true. That's true. George is in LA. George, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, I just to say, George and Elsie, I love you so much. You make you make my drive home. That much easier, man. Thanks, guys. Thank you, bud. Thanks, brother. All right. Yeah, and I, I just want to say, you know, Raiders deserve to celebrate. Uh, you know, I'm a Raider fan, so of course I'm going to be, be biased. But, you know, as you're talking about uh, 
you know, it's it's got to be like you've been there before. Man, that's when you score a touchdown. You know, you, you do that. But, hey, when you win a game, you have time to celebrate. So you, you let you celebrate that dub, you know, when it comes. And uh, on to the next. All right. Thank you, George. Appreciate it. Let me sneak in Jason and Downey real quick. Jason, what up? What up, man, Sedona? I got to say, man, your suits on the jump are fantastic. Thank so, you, buddy. I appreciate that. We experienced that. something this, this week, this year, of both our uh, Dodgers and our Lakers winning championships. I know Greg can attest to this. I know for sure we will not experience that with my Raiders. So basically, when they beat the when they beat the Chiefs, that was our Super Bowl. And I know like Andy Reid wants to act all different now. Now that he finally won his ring that he earned, so a little lap around, no, don't hurt, no problem. Have a good one, guys. All right, man, be good. He you know, summed it, it up. Their Super Bowl, LZ. They, they haven't been there. He summed it up, right? Yeah. yeah. This random regular season game is our Super Bowl. Exactly. That, and that's my point. It's like, act like you've been there before. Act like you're a different Raider team and you expected to beat them in right. their house as opposed to shocking. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I hear you. All right. We're going to talk to DeMarco Farr about that. We'll talk to him about that. We'll get his thoughts on it. We'll talk Rams with him. We'll talk Chargers with him. We'll go around the league with him. 